Welcome to Great to Gratefulness. <laughs> Glad you guys are here tonight listening. Um, it's just Michael and I tonight. Yes. And uh, we have some things that we're going to talk about. Um, my my subjects that I'm going to talk about are a little bit different than Mike's, and that's good. Gives us a wide range. Yeah. Um, my name's Melissa. And I'm Mike. I have been <laughs> widowed for... <laughs> For, um, it'll be two years this July. I was thinking about that the other day that it's coming up. My son's two-year death anniversary is here very shortly, so that's kind of making me go down a little bit of a rabbit hole lately. But yeah. a, little, a little sad. Um, Courtney's, Courtney and I's anniversary was um, April 2nd, and then my son passed away April 5th. So those are right around the corner. And sometimes you don't even realize those moments are coming or those dates are coming until all of a sudden you're like, why am I sad? Yeah. It's almost like your internal body clock knows. It does. Yeah. Isn't it strange? It is. It is very weird. Because I'm like, why am I so sad? <laughs> What's going on? You, you know. You just yeah. know subconsciously. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. So, um, I did talk to some, I talked to some of my friends that- Mitzi, sorry. Here, Mitzi, chomping on her chomping squeaky, on squeaky toy. Um, we've got some listeners that wanted to talk about gaslighting, complicated grief, and compound grief. Yeah. Uh, so those are some of the things that we'll go over after we listen to Mike's intro. I'm Mike. Um, I've been a widow since September 15th, September 15th, 2019. Um, and I, the, my topics for tonight are actually anniversary related, um, <clears throat> my wedding anniversary, uh, Stephanie and I had, uh, a, a personal private ceremony that just she and I had um, a month before the public ceremony. We got we got married, eloped a month before, but it was for um, uh, what do you call it? Like bookkeeping type reasons, I, yeah. I guess. Uh, documenting it was a financial saver. Yeah, it saved a bunch of money to do it that way. And I love saving money. It's, she was big on saving Me money too. too. So well, you're I on the same birthday. So. Uh, so yeah, we got married and nobody knew about it. Uh, I don't think even my parents knew about it. So uh, oh, luckily now that I, I haven't told them about this podcast. <laughs> oh, 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 so, uh, yeah, the, uh, they, they, uh, they, unless they stumble upon it somehow, they are not going to find out about it. But yeah, Stephanie and I had a, a wedding anniversary a month before our actual uh, ceremony anniversary that everybody else knows about. So I had that, uh, her, her anniversary, her and my anniversary. Um, the legal one was a couple of weeks ago and I dealt with that quietly. And, um, are the dogs wrestling again? Yeah, the dogs are wrestling. Melissa's giving them the finger. Not that finger. Not the, it's the pointy finger. The, pointer, the pointy, pointer. <laughs> the, the naughty dog the, finger. <laughs> naughty dog. The Hey, puppies, come here. Now I'm giving them. Now, the, now she's giving them the middle finger because they're effing up the podcast. Um, so then, yes, and now in uh, in about two weeks, I have the official wedding anniversary to deal with. There we go. Shut the door. Boom. Locked out. <laughs> Mason's going to nose that door open. That's okay. We'll see how that goes. 
no. I think that me shutting the door sparked a rave of, we have the house to ourselves. Oh, yes. They're going to go wild now. If they can't see me. The beast. I told you he was just going to nose the door open. Oh, well, that didn't work. This is is really good podcast. It's great. Excellent material. Okay. So, on. It's your fault. These are your dogs. I know. Well, they're poorly behaved. Because I don't discipline them. <laughs> okay, so like we said, um, yeah. so this is actually good for me to hear because yeah. I have been going down my own little sad hole. <laughs> sad my, hole? My, my, my rabbit hole of sadness. And, That's sad. and just feeling really, it's been really hard for me to want to go to the store. Yeah. Um, one in, you know, when you have two rolls of TP left and you're a person like me that usually has two big roll of uh, the p- big packages, you know, yeah. saved up in case you get a b- bad bout, you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you blow up the toilet. <laughs> you get the <laughs> trots, you know, you uh, make sure you're backed up. So. Well, that in COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of important. Um, no, but, you know, the one thing when you. The one thing that um, I love, and I know that I had posted this on um, the Grief Facebook, and it was all the things that change when you lose somebody and you don't realize them, and those are your daily living, your your routines, your schedules, what you watch, what you do, what you eat, yeah. I mean, literally everything. And we had... A schedule. Yeah. So Sundays is the day that we went grocery shopping. Mm. I didn't grocery shop for four months. Wow. My ex-husband actually went and grocery shop for me. Thank God he still likes me. <laughs> yes. I, I was a decent wife. I was. I <clears throat> uh, just didn't work out. But yeah, God, sometimes God that happens. Him, he, he still loves me and, and is very kind and helps out. So he would go get groceries. Or I'd make him a list. Um, and then I did a, a, some ordering. And yeah. then COVID hit. And yeah. it was really weird to go. But I was able to get back on that. But then lately I've noticed, I'm like, oh my gosh, I really need to go. But I just kept finding reasons to not go. Yeah, that's not healthy. No. No. But, not at all. But you knew why? Well, or I you fi- just you figured it out I eventually. I figured it out. I'm like, oh, yeah. those are coming closer. Yeah. And then when you wanted to talk about this topic, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh. Yep. Yeah. So how was it for you? How, how did you do during your anniversary? It was a little cranky. Yeah. But it wasn't too bad. I think probably what helped is that it was a private time for her and I. I didn't go out. I didn't do anything. I didn't spend the, that evening with anybody. I just, I worked and then came home and had dinner and played with the puppies and watched some TV and fell asleep and felt melancholy, but not an overwhelming level of grief. And I think probably because nobody else knew about it. So I wasn't hearing about it. Right. You know, it's when, when you hear all those people or see the Facebook messages where people are sending their condolences, you know, so sorry that you're missing somebody special this time of year, you know, like, it's like it's anybody special. <laughs> <laughs> I, people just don't know how to deal with well, it. That's I, fine, I think but. that the, the confusing thing about that, and, and, and this is what I try to get people to understand so much, and I hear this so often. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I had a friend of mine in Iowa that said, 
you know, I'm sorry you're grieving so hard for your son. And I, I said, what do you mean? I'm mm. doing fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm working. I'm taking care of the kids, cleaning my house. I'm doing everything you do in daily living where some people actually just really shut down and yeah. close themselves in a room and they don't come out. Right. So for me, I was going to work every day and doing the things that I was supposed to do. Yeah. Um, I would post something on Facebook mm-hmm. every day for quite a while, yeah. you know, honoring him, remembering him. Um, you know, I get, I think it's that it's really about honoring and remembering mm-hmm. and kind of your way of letting them go. Right. But it wasn't, this deep sadness or grief that people think that it is. Yeah. And I watched, um, you know, my, my late fiance, his best friends, their son passed away about six months after he did. Yeah. And I watched her go through the same motions on Facebook as I did. Mm -hmm. And to me, I could see what she was doing Mm -hmm. and she was actually doing it in a very healthy way. Um, so I, I understood that. You think it was easier to be alone? Yeah, I think it was just easier for me to be alone. Um, and now I've got, you can chomp to in the microphone. People will, people will, those aren't crunchy fries anyhow. They're McDonald's sloppy, soggy fries. I'm very like person and I will <laughs> not chomp in the microphone. Melissa. <laughs> Wasn't me. Dogs, go. Go! Oh, jeez. Now that you've given them one fry... Okay, come on. First of all, you you gave them one fry. (laughs) There, she got one. Good, she got one. Okay. Um... So, yeah, this this upcoming one, I don't know what I'm going to do about that. I think I might go into hiding for the day. I think I'm not going to post anything on Facebook. Well, might be easier for me to deal with that way. I have noticed that I'm posting less on Courtney's than I used to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did find, you know, something on YouTube. I didn't realize I had so many videos on there. Hmm. So I posted one. Oh, the TikTok thing. You posted something about TikTok stuff too, right? No, not TikTok. Oh, no. It was just YouTube, Oh, was it? But it okay. uh, you know, it was kind of a cute little funny little yeah. thingy. Get down. But I, you know, I think as time goes by, that's something that we just do less. Yeah. But for me, I know that on those moments, those anniversaries, for me, it's easier being around people. Yeah. I need people. And that's why the whole quarantine thing was so hard for me. I went to the doctor today. Yeah. The Are favorite you? female doctor everybody ah, wants to go to. The podiatrist. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> yeah, the gynecologist. Uh-huh. So, yeah, everything's good. Just saying. You know, glad to hear it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I they had my weight from the last time I was uh-huh. in there, and I had lost 40 pounds. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a I lot. Know. Yeah. She goes. In a, about a year? Yeah. She goes, oh. Oh, COVID got you that way, huh? I said, well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. yeah. I lost some weight. I, yeah. I've i gained a little bit back, but uh, I'm still down from... That's my work phone, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm still down from uh, a year ago, about 30 pounds. <clears throat> Excuse me, 20, 25 or 30 pounds, yeah. That's good. And it's a good thing I'm losing weight, because I just found out that I've got... Some discs that are degenerating in my lower back. Uh oh. So, What's the symptom of that? 
lower back pain severe. Yeah. Well, it's folks. I've never, I've never had back pain. Folks, maybe some of you know, maybe some of you don't know. Those of you who are just listeners and aren't involved in Melissa's actual life. Uh, she works from her bed. And I don't mean that in a pervy way. She sits on her silly mattress all day long and does her work instead of sitting at a desk. If I sit at a desk, I get dependent edema. So is that any better? No. What's I that? Move What's a n- where I get super swollen on my oh, legs from okay. bending my legs. So that's why. Uh, so I do try to move around. I, I didn't go know back that. And forth. Okay. That's why I do that. Okay. So but it ain't good for your back. No, but I have actually... Um, so it's one or the other for you. <laughs> I need a standard is what I need to yeah. do. But I have been moving around more and standing up more, working too. Yeah. Well, you got a treadmill, right? I do. You should get a treadmill desk. I... <laughs> they have those. <laughs> well, now they that... They have those. Now that, the, now that the gyms are not mandating masks, and I'll be going back to the gym. Oh, that's I'm good. I'm again anyway. I need yeah. to really get in there and try to strengthen things. But I, I, I'm going to go see the neurologist. But anyway, enough hmm. about me. I'm doing fine. I'll be fine. Good. Um, so, yeah, everybody, I guess, we all handle that differently and, and whatever way works for you. Yeah. Is, then you do. Yeah. That's how you do it. Um, Are you getting more forgetful around this time? Because I have another friend. She's at her... Well, I don't want to give away too much, but she's at an anniversary and a meaningful anniversary. Yes. Um, and she's been yes. incredibly forgetful, forgetful as of lately yes. yeah um and i and i really do think that's because you're so your mind is so absorbed in in yeah. your grief and your thoughts i haven't noticed myself having that problem but i mean maybe i'm just not noticing it i don't know maybe i am super forgetful i just don't know but i am i have been in the kind of the down in the dumps like i not happy with my job yeah and i know that you've got some unhappiness with your job i'm just tired of being like so busy that you can't yeah. even breathe or take and, a bathroom break and or... i'm tired of being bored out of my mind oh well i wish i could have so, a little bit more yeah. of that problem if, if we could hey, both trade just a I little bit around you, you want to come help me with my work well it's <laughs> it's not that i don't have things to do it's that they are basically pointless things to do you mm-hmm. know like uh, count this pile of rocks. Right. You know that it's. it's that sounds like fun. It's busy work practically, so that yeah, the bosses have plenty of things for me to do, but none of it is is working. Is working, and none yeah, of it's what I'm trained to, find, to you do. Need, you need to find your your and your off time, your happiness, and those things that really people need to reach out and find when they're going through this, because that is what gives you clarity. Yeah. Those are the things that really cleanse. Yeah. You know, kayaking and, and doing yes. those things that we, you know, I know you love it as much as I do. Yeah. I mean, that gives me such a peacefulness and clarity mm-hmm. that I need. Yeah. And if I don't do those things, I notice that I'm worse. Right. It's like a, a, a healing thing. It really thing. is. Yeah. Absolutely. And so going off of that point, um, going into the complicated grief so complicated grief is basically when you're stuck so they say there's those seven stages of grief or whatever i'm a nurse and i don't even know how many stages they are like anger and denial and and acceptance acceptance yeah yeah and anger and you know 
some some people never go through every stage. I didn't. I was never angry. Right. I was never angry when my son passed. I wasn't angry when my dad or my mother passed. Mm-hmm. I was a little angry at Courtney when he passed because, you know, of the why how he passed. Right. It was kind of his own choice and a, a bad decision. He made a bad choice and it choice. resulted in a tragedy, sadly. Yeah, so yeah. I was um, upset. So complicated grief the one thing is that there is never an acceptance of that death and that oh. letting go of that ex- of that person they're consistently keeping holding on to that which affects their daily living yeah. those are the people that shut themselves in the room or they can't leave their house they can't eat they can't make their food they can't clean their house they can't take care of their kids yeah um, and it's it, it's a psych it's psychological that leads into a physical, you know, because your emotional grief coexists tremendously with your physical. Right. You know, all, all people going through this stuff and they go, "Gosh, I don't understand why I'm so tired." Yeah, and I'm like, "I do." It's you exhausting. Know? Oh, it, emotional grief is physically <clears throat> exhausting. Certainly, yeah. Um, and then when you have disease processes on top of that and yeah. you have your own health conditions on top of it, mm-hmm. it's like getting sucker punched. Right. So if you ever noticed anybody who is not getting, going through a different stage and they're kind of stuck. Stagnant. Stagnant. Yeah. And, and I brought this up with my ex-husband. God love you. Thank you for everything <laughs> you do. But um, we've been divorced for nine nine years and... He still has not moved on hmm. and will not date because he said, I don't want, I want the marriage I had, even though it's been nine, nine years and knows it's never going to, we're never going to kindle it back up. I well, love him as a friend, yeah. but that's just never going to happen. Yeah. And we try to stay friends, but I, I don't think it's healthy for him to stay that way. No, no, not at all. And I wish he would listen to me when I say you need to get help. He says, no, I don't. What's well, sort of an aggression in itself, not listening to your wishes. Absolutely. And that's not very, it's not, it's not respectful and it's not healthy for him. No. It's not respectful for you. No, it's not. But, <clears throat> yeah, he definitely should talk to somebody. Well, it, makes you, it just makes you an angry person if you can't let go of things. You know, so It's I mean? a constant state of can't have what I want. Yes. Sometimes you need to change your wants. I know, I'm so amazing. I'm really hard to let go of. I'm sure of that. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to eat your sandwich? No, okay. not really. You're I just going to hide keep it. talking. Okay. So, but. okay, so complicated grief. What was the other thing? So, um... Is there simple grief? There, there, well, I mean, you know, that's the thing. It's, it's really one of those... It's hard to know because... Everybody goes through that horrible beginning, and each of us go through it for a different period of time. Yeah. Where there's low energy, there's fatigue, there's um, loss of sleep. You know, I don't sleep like I, I, can, I can't sleep. Yeah. In the very beginning, I slept a lot. Now I'm in that I can't sleep very good state. Um, unless somebody is, is with me, you know, a friend or whatever, and I sleep better knowing somebody's there. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, your concentration, you can't get your concentration back, you know, six months, year in, you really got to start thinking about maybe seeing a counselor or talking to somebody because that's, you know, you got to, you have to be able to put it together. Yeah, oh, definitely. And then gaslighting. 
So of course, you know, now, yeah. I've heard of this in different, uh, different uh, environment, I, I guess. Yeah. Like where somebody's telling you, "Oh, there's no problem here. It's all in your mind, or whatever." Right. What's and, that? And that is gaslighting. Yeah. So that's making that person feel like there's something wrong with them for feeling the way that they do, which oh. then causes them to feel even worse or feel guilty. Right. Feeling um, guilty or shamed or. Um, what was the other things? Uh, anger, mm. you know, deep sadness. But you know, deep sadness. That one, that one's hard for me to say because you're gonna have deep sadness. Yeah. That, that for me, that's just all around. <clears throat> right. But making somebody else feel bad for feeling the way they do is never right and is more damaging is that kind of along along the lines of why don't you just get over it like Pretty much. oh you've grieved for long enough and now it's time for you to move on yeah. or not accepting their role in that person's life maybe yeah maybe they didn't know their situation or know them and they you know make them feel like what they had or what they were isn't what this person feels yeah and nobody has a right to tell anybody how they should feel or what their relationship was. Yeah. That's an intimate thing between two people that nobody else knows but them. Right. So I hate hearing that. It's awful and it's sad. Um, so I always tell people just don't ever, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't think you know the story until you read it, until you were, unless you're actually in it and you're those people, you're never going to really know it. Right. So be nice, friends. Be nice to people. Be nice to so everyone. Be supportive. Be supportive. You, know, you don't even have to say anything. Just listen and be there. Sometimes that's way better than having advice. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> just be quiet and listen to me because I like to talk. It's a hard thing for a man to do. I know. Just to shut up and Especially be an ear. Around. Well, it's not really No, because you talk a lot. I know. <laughs> but there are a lot of women who, who don't assert themselves in conversation so like i have to yeah you don't know what that, what I, that I have no means. idea what that i like i wouldn't i would know no but there but there are women who who just sort of when the man talks they just go all right another man spouting off again so i guess i'll shut up and listen and i see that i've i've actually seen it in conversation with other people like at a table with a group of people yeah. a woman will start to say like oh at work today i blah 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 and then a man will go, well you know what you need to do <laughs> and i'd be like um excuse me i wasn't done talking so until you want to tell me what to do you might want to listen to my story be quiet woman listen to the man <laughs> no. i am very old school when it comes to certain things like yeah. i i am very good to who i'm with and certainly I, you know, my midwestern ways watching my grandmother and my mom you know right serve you know their my their plates of food to them and i thought it was just sweet and kind and yeah it's and a I nice tradition those. it is and yeah. i do that when i go see my stepdad i still cook for him and serve him oh that's nice i you know that's just the way i was raised yeah and there's nothing wrong with that now if he could just give you a couple million dollars right and- just leave it all to me i'm just kidding <laughs> i'd rather him live forever that's I, true. I don't that's care true. about any of that but no, I uh, I'm a strong personality. Yeah, I was type A, I guess. Do you call it? Am I type A? Yes. Or I'm kind of a type A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M. Depends on the personality. <laughs> no, you are. No, you're definitely type A. Especially when somebody has a a, 
a, a contrary opinion to you. No, because I'm very, I'm actually very no, you're, open. You're, you listen and you're respectful. I am. But you're firm. I'm firm in my you, beliefs. You don't let people roll over you with their, with their BS. Well, I, I, I love it when you call people on their BS. <laughs> I agree to disagree. So I will never say yeah. you're wrong and I'm right. I'll say, let's just agree to disagree. She thinks it, but she doesn't say it. Well, I gotta be nice a little bit. Nobody'd like me. No, that's that's true. And everybody loves you. Yeah, everybody does. Oh, there's some people that don't. Who? Who wouldn't? Who would dare not love you? You know, jealous women. That's a good point. Yeah. I say oh, wow. we all respect each other and. You know, the, the, the one thing that I hate the most is when people don't know you and you're trying to, in a group setting, get to know people and mm-hmm. you've got those girls that are like, they feel like they've got their Sheila's in their back pocket and they're, <laughs> and they're ready to gank you if you talk to the man and yeah. they have their eyes set on and you're th- and I'm not even trying to talk to the guy like that. No. And they don't know your story. No. And they don't know that you got another guy across the way there. Yeah, I got five in my back pocket. Come on. I don't need that one. Just kidding. So do you want to talk about Vegas? Vegas? No. Which one? What part? Any of it. I don't care. Okay. You're an open book. I am an open book. All right. Tell us about Vegas. You couldn't sleep. You couldn't sleep and you couldn't eat all weekend. No. All right. Yeah, you know, it, it, going through grief and going through these different things, um, finding that happiness is really a balance. And I think that right now with everything that the world and kids and humans are going through, and me being an RN, I'm just tired. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. And I don't want to wear masks anymore. I don't. And I know nobody does. And I, and I get it. And I get why we are. Mm-hmm. Um, we are in the state of Arizona where we are now not mandated to wear masks anymore. But it is up to each individual place. Somebody's talking to us from the back room. I have no clue. Ghosts. Well, you know, a whole drink just exploded on Mike when I got <laughs> here. So that was pretty funny. And the clutch of the car on Courtney's car that I was going to drive out here tonight <laughs> went out as I was trying to drive out yeah. here. So I had to turn around and take it back home. So there's signs, and yeah. I watched those signs very closely. Yeah, so, yeah, there is a thing about what... So I know what you're getting at, Mike. I know. And uh, it's you know about finding your happiness and trying to move forward, but not getting into situations that you shouldn't be in. Or being in toxic relationships or being around toxic people that are not good for you and not healthy yeah. for you. And sometimes it's hard to see that when you're just so happy to have somebody around you. And that's what I wanted to get to. Yeah. That's what I, another thing that I wanted yeah. to talk about. And I, uh, I know some other widows that I've kind of seen their stories to mm-hmm. where they kind of got into a same kind of pattern. Although I don't. No, maybe it is a pattern, hmm. but it hadn't been. It hadn't been. I okay. mean, my, both my ex-husbands, that was not an issue at all. Okay. Um, 
So I don't know. But there's a difference when you're alone because you choose to be yeah. versus when you're alone because you're forced to be. Yeah. Um, And I, I know I made a lot of bad dating decisions in, you know, the six months or so after, well, not in the six months, but, you know, like after the six month or so mark and. That's about when I, was, I started. That's when I started dating. Yeah, about that six month mark. And there, yeah, there was some really bad. I mean, not bad people, just bad matches. That was my wake up for, call. For this. People really didn't get it. I was like, oh crap! I need to. I need to do some teaching. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't say this and don't say that. I was like, yeah. you're out. Okay, you're out. You're yeah, out. yeah. You cut them right as soon as they yeah. made one false. It was horrible move. though. Yeah. Like the one, just one really bad comment is all mm -hmm. I needed. And you know, it, it takes a strong person. Yeah. To date somebody who has lost somebody that they really, really love. It does. Their partner. It does because you, you're, you're in a spot as a, and I've dated widows, and you get put in a spot where. You feel like you are either trying to live up to an image of and an idealized image of somebody who's gone, which you can't do. First of all, it's a, a, a BS image. Anyhow, there's no right. truth to it. The, the person who's gone was just as flawed as anybody who's alive today. Right. Um, and if you think we don't know that, <laughs> we don't know that our partner had yeah. flaws and, that, and what we went through, we do remember. Exactly. But that's not the stuff you talk about when your person yeah. dies. When you choose to remember them, you don't pick on the Yeah, you're not going to talk the about times. the bad things that they did yeah. when somebody dies. Just like if you're talking about your parent who passed away, you're not going to talk about how they gave you spankings when you were a little kid. I mean, right. You're going to honor them. You're not going to yeah. put them down. But, yeah. uh, but as a person who's dated somebody who's a widow... Uh, it's it, you, you kind of feel like you're put into a position there where you have to live up to something and it's not true but you feel like it uh, nonetheless I've heard that so many times it's it, and it's so you need to have somebody who's strong enough to go that person I understand was the perfect person for the time right for the Dur that moment, during that in moment life. in your life, that was mm -hmm. the perfect person for you. And that time is past. Right. So people can come into your life and fill a, a spot that is needed to be filled without having to you're not replacing overcome. Them. Yeah, exactly. You're never going to replace them. Right. And you're never going to find somebody that you're they're oh, filling their shoes. I hate that. I'm like, yeah. you're never going to fill their shoes because they're, first of all, that's dishonoring them. Yeah. And it's dishonoring the person that you're dating. Yeah. Not looking for a replacement. No. no. Nobody, I don't think anybody, if you are, you got problems. Yeah. You probably need to go, you need to go talk to somebody. Definitely. <laughs> so, uh, not to delve too deeply into something that I, I'm not sure how much you want to talk about it. I'm just, I just wanted to make sure that you yeah. weren't looking to fill no. a spot in a time. Cause it was, it's right in that same time frame. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to stop, I stop. No, I mean, I get it. And I'm, I'm worried about, I, that's what I'm worried about. I'm okay. okay. I, I, I know what I'm doing. Um, I know that my decisions aren't always probably real healthy for my heart. No, it's not, it's not that it's, 
none of our decisions are always 100% healthy for our hearts, whether we're widows or whether we're divorcees or whether we're yeah. high school sweethearts or whatever. You know, there's always, we're human. We'd, we'd, yeah. we'd make bad decisions because that's what humans do. Then we learn from those bad decisions and then we move forward, hopefully. But if you were, if you were in a position where emotionally you needed somebody to fill a hole and you ended up with dirt. <laughs> A shovel full of dirt to fill a hole. Yeah, and and it seems that, you know, sometimes people that are wounded find other people that are wounded. Yes. And we gravitate that can be, towards that can each be other. Good and it can be bad. Mm. And um, you know, I think that that's a situation that I kind of fell into. Yeah. Um it's it's a touchy subject because I I very much care about people. You can. And, um, I love with all my heart, and when I really love somebody or somebody's my friend, like yeah, you're 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 done. You're never yeah. gonna go anywhere because you're stuck with me. <laughs> Thank God. I know. So there there's that part of me that it's hard for me to let go. So you have to weigh out that is this. Is this happiness or is this me trying to, what am I doing this for? What am I getting out of this? Is this more hurtful than it is helpful? And, you know, I, I know that I have to sit back and I have to think about that. Okay. And I am. Good. Yeah. Oh, good. I figured out I can draw still. You Yes. Good. I did. Good. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can still draw, but good. I can't draw my own face very good. Faces are hard and hands. Hand, oh, hands are horrible. That's my, that's the hardest part. I just smash them up. They're all, so, yeah, it's a little weird. Like sausages, but, um, you know, they say the hardest face to draw is your own. Um, and I guess, oh, that's gotta be a metaphor. To, well, and I, I, yourself. I, I, I don't really believe that because I'm okay with my flaws. I know my flaws and mm -hmm. I'm perfectly comfortable with them. Yeah. But even then it's so hard to draw. Yeah yourself I don't know I, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll send you the picture that I, I drew oh, yeah, and you please. tell me if it looks at all like me I'm trying okay. I, yeah. I need to get some white chalk and do a little bit more shading but um, I love it it's been therapeutic I that's find, good I had to find some more things to do because I wasn't getting Excellent. out as much yeah so I don't know how well we went over. Oh, compound grief. So the we did the the gaslighting, just you know, other people minimizing what somebody's been through. The complicated grief, where somebody really, where they're on the edge, where they really do need help because they can't get through what they need to get through. Yeah. And then the compound grief, which is where you're dealing with multiple, multiple, you know, maybe multiple deaths or multiple situations all at once, like me losing. All three, you know, my son and Courtney and my dad in 15 months. Right. Which is, you know, is just a lot in itself trying to understand and, and grasp everything you just lost. Yeah. So um, there is a lot of, there's support groups for those things. But if you ever notice, if you do notice somebody that is stuck in that, you know, gently maybe talk to them and yeah. see if. Maybe they even understand where they're at. Okay. And um, try to get help. There's help out there for those kind of things. Yeah. 
I'm going to try and open this beer now. Oh my gosh, please do. Do it while we're on. I want to see if this one explodes. I think that she's messing with her I, tonight. I let it. There's a beer ghost. I told him that beer, I think, is supposed to be a cleaning thing, so he should just rub it <laughs> into the carpet <laughs> instead of clean it up. I'm worried. Okay, ready? Okay, okay. I'm ready. Okay. One, she's going to run. Two, she's, She three. shook it up when I wasn't looking. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. No, no explosions. Darn it! <laughs> she got me good with the first oh, one, that and that was that. You had like, went everywhere. Half the beer. Yeah, it was, <laughs> no, that was more than half the beer that foamed over. I'm like, how did that even happen? Because I watched you take it out and walk it over here. You were not. You were I not shook hopping. it on the walk. You were not skipping or hopping on the way back to the room. I'm pretty sure. Although that would have been pretty funny uh, to see you skip back to the room with the beer in your hand. I could skip. I could skip good. Skip, 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 <laughs> What else she got on your list? Um, I think that was really about it. It's just really, um, those, those things. And I know that, you know, you and I are both going, coming up on our, our second year. Yeah. So and I'm feeling it. <clears throat> I know I'm feeling it. Yeah. And it's kind of that fear of, okay. Well, we are past our first year and in the second year, so I guess it'd be going into the... Going I, into the third year. I, I guess it is, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. once you're past, you go to the second year anniversary, you're kind of going into the third, isn't Right. It? I don't know. I think so. Shoot, I don't know. I just <clears throat> want to move somewhere out in the middle of the Tropicanas. Tropicanas? <laughs> the trop- <laughs> I just was seeing the fun of a Hawaiian... <laughs> lotion dark tanning lotion oh yeah yeah um and just get away from all this stuff i didn't even somewhere. know the mask mandate was gone i was gonna go karaoke and i walked in with my mask on everybody turned around and looked at me like I was what are crazy. you doing with that <laughs> melissa masks are not mandated anymore i'm like what <laughs> i did a happy dance for 10 minutes straight i sure did Woohoo! Woohoo! i can sing without a mask on Oh, Maybe they didn't make you wear the the microphone condom. Oh, you thing? still got to do the microphone condom. Oh, yeah, because COVID loves microphones. It does. I'm, it, I'm knowing that I have to edit that out. I'm not going to make. I'm not going to make fun of those who are afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. It would be nice. It's, but it is amazing how many people are still terrified. Yeah. Looking at all the businesses that are still mask mandated, I was really surprised. Mm. I really was quite shocked. Yeah. I thought that more businesses would let people make that decision for themselves. Right. You know, if, if you have a compromised immune system, absolutely be careful. Yeah. Um, Stay home if you must. Yeah. I right. mean, I, I definitely... Um, you know, don't want to get anybody sick, but right. I know that I've had it. I've got antibodies, so yeah, I'm not going to get anybody sick. I've had it. I have my anti- my positive antibody test, so. But you still need to get a vaccine, they <clears> say. <throat> you're gonna you're gonna give me the shot? Nope. Nurse? Nope. Why not? I don't give shot. I don't give shots anymore. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, out of the shot. I'm gonna have to find somebody else to give me my shot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because they're, they're trying... So, I know that some places are mandating that for travel. Uh, they were talking about that a little bit on the news. But we won't get too much into the COVID thing. It is a touchy, sensitive subject for many. And yeah. 
And I do have friends that are very um, immune compromised, which I am very cautious around. Definitely. Very, you know, because I Definitely. don't, I do, I don't want to make them sick. I mean, right. I will wear, wear my mask and and uh, not go around them at all, if, yeah. you know, possible, if, especially if I'm not feeling good. I would never. But I, I, I think that it's it's time. I mean, Texas took the mask down a while ago, and they three, haven't gone Three, four up weeks almost. Three, they haven't gone three. up. They're fine. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that we have enough herd immunity, but that's just my own thoughts on that. That's, yeah. I, that's just my own thoughts. So that is not right or wrong. Just my own thoughts. It's not, uh, not the official word no, no from... official or medical guidance the, yeah. there. That's just my own thought. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Well, that one, it's just touchy because people, <clears throat> yeah. I've lost friends over. I have lost lifelong friends over COVID. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever you think is not, you know, I'm not saying you're wrong or I'm right. Right. But don't disrespect my feelings about it because I'm working in it. I see it yeah. from this view and I see it from the outside view. Yep. I always try to stay open. And I know that everything that we learn in nursing school or medical school is not always going to be right. We're going to figure out things oh, change. That wasn't right. Yeah. This and idea that, that science is settled is yeah, it's never settled. Right. The whole idea of science is to keep investigating right. and finding truth. Yep. So <clears throat> I'm very open when it comes to that. Anything else you want to add? No. Mike? I think I, I think I got all the stuff that I wanted to talk about. Yeah talked about well just like so there's that whole thing with you know the anniversary dates that are coming up and you yep. like to be alone and i'm a person that wants to fill my house full of people yeah well everybody does it different that's right yeah that's what i need that's what you need yeah and respecting each other is that's the biggest part definitely but it's good to talk about it <clears throat> either way whether you whether you like to or not it's I, it's important I, I, yeah. to talk I about mean, this it. This is therapeutic for me. Yeah. Um, and even if there's only two people listening, this is therapeutic. Yeah. Well, from the numbers, we've got a few hundred. So. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Very good. So we don't hear from them. You, like, you all are a very quiet chirp, group of people. Chirp, chirp, chirp. <laughs> okay, that's not a cricket. That's a bird. But uh, chirp, chirp. I, I don't know how to do the cricket, really, because my leg doesn't make the sound. <laughs> Oh, that was a fart. That was not a cricket. That's not a cricket either, no, Michael. Okay. Right. Well, crickets probably fart. Don't they make that sound with their arm or Farting something? crickets. That's their legs. They they vibrate and they like like a violin. They saw them together. Yeah. <gasps> I wish I could do that. My hair's not going to work. Oh, He's rubbing his my calves together. leg hair just balled up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, people, I think that you've heard enough of our nonsense. Yes. But, uh, thank you for coming. And of course, yes, talk to us. Leave Please us do. messages. I keep yeah. looking and I'm like, there's no comments. Come on, guys. Let's well, where, hear from you. Where do people leave those messages, Melissa? Under comments. Oh, they could do it on on the or they can do it on the grief the, the podcast they could do it on grief to gratefulness at, they can do it on soundcloud you can do yeah. it on itunes um whichever app that you're listening to under each episode there is comment sections where you can leave comments yep. about the episode or about anything that you would like to talk about and share it with other people yeah. you can you can share it um and then email us please at grief to gratefulness podcast 
at gmail.com. Yeah, because I got to shove this quarter pounder in my face really yeah. quick here. Quarter pounder throws a chicken sandwich. Oh. Chicken pounder. Oh, that's so disappointing. He got you the wrong food, didn't he? I wanted beef. Beef. <laughs> Give me the beef. <laughs> Where is it? Where's the beef? It's all bun and no beef. <laughs> do you remember that conversation? I do. All right, folks. Well, where's the beef? Let's keep on going and uh, say something. <laughs> Let us know you're out there. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you later. <laughs>